I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And sitting in for Super Special... Oh, wait. No. What? Super Special Guest Michael Hutchinson is here. What? Like... Oh, shh. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Yeah, here like two weeks in a row. Two, well, two episodes. Time, two episodes in, in a row, row so yeah. yeah. I don't remember when the last episode was. It was, it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was. How's How, Tom doing? Because I, you know, Tom filled in as a special guest also. Uh, I am sad to say that I have not seen much of Tom. He is, we've texted and he is doing well. Uh, he, he is alive and kicking. Um, uh, he, he, as an actor, many people might not know this, but actors go to uh, take acting class takes acting school all the time what they just don't know right like, good good actors are always even high profile hollywood actors are usually always working with an acting coach then they you know generally have a personal teacher but uh so i went and saw him at one of his acting classes studies i guess you could call him more of a study than it is a class um it's just you know you rehearse you just keep doing it anyway uh Last that uh, we exchanged texts, he is doing uh, fine and, uh, yeah, all is well, which I'm very happy about. Good for him. Um, but I haven't seen him, and my schedule has not allowed for me to see or do much of anything or anybody or whatever. But you get to edit. Uh, yeah, I have been editing. I'm very happy about it. I'm not I'm not bummed about my schedule. Um, I wish it wasn't in Santa Monica. Um, but even that isn't that much of a killer to me. I, I, I work nine to 10 hour days and I travel, uh, roughly about three hours a day. Um, it'll often take me two hours to get to work in the morning. That just seems crazy. Like I, I work 45 miles away and everyone's like, that's crazy. You know, I work 18 that miles away and it takes me 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> and it takes me often two hours to get 18 miles. Um, at night it's not so bad. It's usually about 45 minutes to get home. But, uh, here to Burbank will take an hour and or sometimes a little more than that to just get to the Burbank on ramp. And then so long. I right. Just... So the repair that they did on for people who were listening that aren't in California, uh, there was a you may have heard on the news a few years back of a big closure called Carmageddon of the closure of the 405 <laughs> right. made the news across the country. Carmageddon. What are they uh, going to do? What's going to happen? It's going to be shut down. Right. Well, it's going to be shut down for the weekend. And that's the road I take is the 405. And uh, they did, they succeeded with Carmageddon because once they widened it from the 101 or Burbank, basically, the Burbank uh, Boulevard, uh, down all the way down. And generally, 90% of the time, once I get past the 101, I'm at work in about 20, 25 minutes. Like traffic just flows over the Getty center over the hill because really? i always seem like that that part of the hill always slows down just because it's a pretty big hill so if you're not driving during rush hour traffic then yes it still does slow down going up and coming down that hill but no longer should it take you you know two hours to get there unless it's during rush hour but that that hour that first hour is just getting and it's not even getting here to burbank it's getting from victory to burbank so if i you, if I were to try to get over on the 405 and then get off at victory, like that's a nightmare. So it's taken me a while, but I've finally kind of figured out a path that takes me sometimes all the way that way to white Oak. And then I backtrack and I can <laughs> do you ways it every morning to see how long it's going to okay, take. So the, so ways used to be a useful thing and ways is, is there's too many people using ways. 
neighborhoods have complained about uh, getting their neighborhood off of ways. And that's fine, but there's still a huge chunk of people that had already driven that neighborhood and know the shortcuts now. Right, yeah. I'm not going to use ways every day. If, if I use, if I'm if I'm doing the same trip every day, like I I wake up in the morning, I check ways just to see how the right. I'm freeway to freeway, so it's not I, I don't have right. To You're there. just looking to see how long it's going to yeah. Um, but I don't I don't keep it on because I don't I don't feel like I have to. Like I just check it real quick and I'm done. Like if I'm going the same direction the same way every day, yeah, I'm not keeping ways on. I am not going the same direction every day, and traffic is not the same every day. Uh, Friday is light. Um, Monday and Tuesday are terrible. Wednesday See, Mondays and for me always seem to be okay. Tuesdays, Wednesdays are, are usually the worst. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a big deal for me. I'm on the motorcycle anyway, so no matter what, I'm there between seven forty-five. Yeah, so you're white lining it, so you're there. Right. It's a it's a challenge. It's been a challenge trying to figure out how to get there. I keep Waze on, and I don't follow what Waze is telling me to do. I did initially, but. Ways is telling everybody to do that. So that's where the herd is going. Um, so I'll have Ways on on the dash, and I'll sometimes have Google Maps opened as well. Google owns Ways. I don't know why they're different, but they're sometimes different. But I can see what the uh, speed limit is two streets over, what the traffic is doing. And through this, I've, I've finally kind of built a route that I can take that – is not necessarily free of traffic, but it's consistent. That was my problem before is like Waze would tell me to, to, you know, go down this road. And on one day that road would be a 20 minute drive. And the next day that road would be, you know, an hour I'd be stuck in traffic on that road. So now I, I, I have a consistent, like, I think I've worked out a consistent path that I can get to Burbank in about 30, 34, 30 to 40 minutes. All right. And then from there, I get on the freeway and it's crapshoot from there. Um, but whatever. It's a battle. Every morning is a battle. I do, it doesn't bother me that much. Uh, I listen to Howard Stern every morning and uh, that keeps me, you know, t- what time do you leave your house in the morning? Uh, I leave 630 to 6.45. Okay. And then what time do you get to work? Uh, 7.30 to 7.45. Uh, 7.30 to 7.45. But are you able, do you have a cell phone connection on your helmet? Uh, no, but I have, I, I can, if I want, not necessarily on my helmet, but I have speakers on, on my bat wing. So I listen to music. Like I, I can, stream can you, everything. can you talk on the phone while you're driving? Uh, no, not oh, on my, okay. no. Cause I've thought about, I was trying to figure out when you were on your way to work. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll just call Michael in the morning and bullshit with you. No, actually I do have a Bluetooth helmet that does do that. I've just, oh, well, the battery's dead. I don't know how well I trust it. It's just a loud helmet. Oh. So I think you would hear it. Oh, I, Okay. Yeah. I bought it many years ago when it first started coming out, the you know, the Bluetooth helmet type stuff. Right. And I just don't think like the filters on it would be very clean on it. Right. But my battery died many years ago and I just never tried. I've called better. Jamie in the morning a couple of times because, you know, she's three hours ahead in Ohio yeah. and I've got two hours to kill. <laughs> so if Howard, the, the thing on that is if Howard's running a rerun, like on Howard 100 and 101, both channels, I've heard both of them. Then I'm like, OK, who can I call? <laughs> Uh, and the only one was Jamie and, until I was like, oh, well, may, uh, Michael's traveling. Michael's on, on the road. Maybe I can call him. Right. But you're not. You're on You're on the bike and you're getting there quicker. I am. And I, I don't always take that. You know, there's been maybe one to two days a week I'll take the car, depending mm-hmm. on weather or whatever, if I have to take something in or 
something else going on. Right. But, but even then, there. I'm still, you know, it's only about an hour. I think the longest it's ever taken me is like an hour and 10 because there was a an accident on the, like the 210 tunnel. Yeah. When no, you go. I've had several two-hour days. Oh, well. That's I a have long another, day, though. I have another surefire route that will take me all the way over to, like, Valley Vista, like where Rob lives. Mm-hmm. And then I drive through the hill and I get up to Mulholland way the hell over there. And, and that kind of works, but I don't like, I don't know. There's a lot of turns. I have to, that's what bugs me is I, I, I have to pay attention to driving. Like I can't just get (laughs) on the road and just go. Not a straight shot, be able to talk. Yeah. I have to, you know, I have to pay attention to lights and other traffic and, you know, everything that's happening and I'm making a lot of turns when I'm going that route. So it is hilly. Yeah. Anyway. It's uh, a nice drive. It gives you that whole Disneyland effect, like you're actually moving. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm, so I'm even though, making yeah, some progress. Right. Even Sometimes, though, even if it would take me, like, still take me two hours, but I've spent two hours driving through city or driving through uh, homes and seeing stuff. It's it's much better than just sitting and looking at a bumper in front of you. Yeah. The same car for. Right. <laughs> but I, I I listen to Howard a lot, and I get lost in that, and you know it's fine. It's just I, I, I there is. There are two things. There is no way I could do this without an automatic. I couldn't do it in a stick. Um, <laughs> Drive you crazy? <laughs> yeah. It's just two hours in the morning in a stick. I'd, I'd, I'd be done. Um, and I couldn't do it without listening to Stern. Um, I just Stern. Because there's no one else out there until Lycus comes back when his five years up. Well, uh, it's not that there's no one else out there. I don't know that I've necessarily tried to find anybody else. But the problem I always had with like when Mark and Brian were on the air, Kevin and Bean is uh, I don't want to listen to music. It's I want to listen to, you know, the morning zoo, the people bullshitting. Um, Howard doesn't play any music. I mean, unless... unless Heidi, Frosty, and Frank, that's what they do. They talk the whole time now on KLOS. Oh, is there no music? It's it's straight talk uh, for the entire time? Yep. That's not bad. I don't think they have any music. But wait a no, minute! It's just them. Wait a minute, Frost. No, it's Heidi and Frank. Does no, Frosty, Frost, Frosty's back. How did? What happened? To Fro- <laughs> where did Frosty go? Uh, they, I, I don't know the whole story on it. But yeah, he left to go do some other project or something like that. But uh-huh. he's back. Okay, so now it's Heidi, Frosty, and Frank. Yeah. It, it was and, just Heidi and Frank. Yeah, it was just Heidi and Frank. And now they brought him back uh, and uh, Eric, you know, who's still like the. I guess he's the producer, but he still does some stuff. Oh, he's the Baba Booey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I could probably find something else. I was listening to Adam Carolla's podcast for a while and I like Adam and you know, that's just Adam talking and talking about stuff. Um, but the thing I don't like about podcasts is, uh, particularly you're driving five days a week. And if Adam isn't doing five podcasts that week, then I'm listening to older stuff. I'm not current. Um, so that bugs me. And I guess if there was a variety, like I listened, and a lot of people do this, they listen to Adam on Monday and they listen to, you know, Kevin on Tuesday or whatever. And I, I don't know, I guess that's cool, but I'd rather, you, there's a certain, you get into his zone. And it used to be with Mark and Brian and, uh, you know, Kevin and Bean. You get into his zone every morning, you get in the car and you want to hear mm-hmm. Kevin and Bean. You know, every morning I get in the car and Howard's there. And how, and something's yeah, Kevin going and Bean, on. I think, always plays. Always play music. a lot of music. Oh, that's a lot of music. Then yeah, I love Kevin and Bean. I wish they didn't play any fucking songs. It drives <laughs> me nuts. I just want to hear them. But uh, yeah, that's why I didn't listen to them as often either, because Mark and Brian did, but not as often. Not as bad. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and Mark is on Star, isn't he? Is he still on? He did come back. Yeah. Is he uh, gone again? No, I, I think he's still back. Uh, I think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I don't know where Brian. He uh, Brian's done. 
Brian was Brian is the reason. From what I understand, that's the reason it ended. Brian has been done like like two years before they actually ended. Brian was like, "I want out. I want." He wanted to end it. But it's... Mark wanted to continue his radio career, but Brian had made enough money and just wanted to go do his thing. Yeah. But I thought there was something like recently and they trying to get him back together or something. I, anyway, I, well, you're always, I mean, look, when you're a syndicated show, <laughs> well, I mean, your last job that you had in, uh, before you went to Ohio, how long had you been at, at Brandy school? Oh, I was only Brandy school for six months or, Yes, about six months, I guess. Okay, before that, Golden Valley, how long had you been there? Nine and a half years. Nine and a half years. And after that nine and a half years, you were probably like, I hate this, I want to go, I want to do something else, which is why you ended up at Brandy School. Absolutely. But then, after at some point in Ohio, you were like, I miss those days back in Golden (laughs) Valley. Of course you did. So there's Brian. Brian's like, I want to do something else. But then you just go, I miss the fan. Because he was what? He does comedian stuff, right? He's actually, isn't he a stand up or something like that? Brian? Yeah. Maybe it's Mark. I don't think so. No, I don't think Mark. I don't think. No, I thought one of them was at one point. I don't know. Um, What's What's new with you other than the morning zoo? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I uh, I went to Hawaii with the Sunshine Kids. Oh wow! How was that? Uh, That was fun. Tiring. It was probably the least relaxing time in Hawaii ever. Um, Okay. I so put a pin in that. This (laughs) OC Register reports. Mark and Brian haven't talked since walking out of KLOS. Um, See, I thought that they had. I thought I read oh, something else uh, that they had. And then there was... 2016, Mark Thompson announces an emotional goodbye from Southern California morning, morning radio. Moaning radio. Uh, uh, DJ Mark Thompson will end on Wednesday after the sound. Oh, yeah. So Mark's off the air. So neither of them are on the air. Yeah, neither, neither of them are on the air. And, um, yeah, and that's what I heard that Mark and Brian, they, they didn't, Brian didn't hate Mark is from what I understand, but was just done with the whole thing and wanted to go on to another life. Um, Adam, they they did do well. So Adam Savage and Jamie Hyman of Mythbusters have not spoken since the last episode. Really? And Adam says, and Adam has always said, this has, uh, been in throughout the show that he and Jamie are not friends. They don't hate each other, but they're just coworkers. Yeah, someone I go to work with, right? Hang out with, and everybody and... thinks they're buddy buddy, but they're just coworkers. And they get a, and he's and Adam was like, I don't think we would be friends. Like we're two completely different people. And Adam once said that he, in all the ten years or whatever that, that show ran, he's like, I don't think I've ever had a meal with Jamie, just Jamie and I, like where we went out to dinner, which. Yeah, that's... Seems strange. It does seem strange because, well, but, as an editor, you edit things to make it look like right. they're buddy buddy, right? They like well, they like each other. They respect each other. They did the show together. They would get on each other's nerves. He said, you know, when you see me bugging Jamie on the show, that's real. Like, you know, Jamie's really annoyed, and you know, Adam would get annoyed with Jamie's, you know, being meticulous. But when you work with somebody, but that happens. Yeah, and Absolutely then at some point happen. you miss it and you want to go back to it. <laughs> All right, so Sunshine Kids, you uh, you went to Hawaii. Uh, I did. Went Oahu to Hawaii. or what? Uh, yeah, it was Oahu. Yeah, um, and how was that? It, you know, it's Hawaii, so it's nice. Mm-hmm. It, I have not been to Hawaii in 19 years, I think. Mm. No. Is it that long? Didn't change at all, did it? Actually, it did. Like oh, where? So different. where? Yeah. So where is that now? Where the? Uh, have you been? You've been to Hawaii? Oh yeah, right? I was just there uh, two years. Yeah. Ago. So the yeah. like the international marketplace and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like our hotel was right across the street from the international marketplace. And uh-huh. when I was there before, international marketplace was like a bunch of street vendors. Right. 
Yeah, it's not that anymore. It's uh, a shopping mall. Like that yeah. whole area, that that whole area where you go into all the different stores and stuff uh-huh. like that. It's like Gucci and all these high end stuff. It's right. like walking through Vegas. Yeah, like it's not. It used to be uh, like a flea market, and uh, that's where you could pick up ladyboy hookers. No, that I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah. I never the, tried. The ladyboy hookers <laughs> hung out there. Um, is but, that why it's the international marketplace? I, I guess so. But there was ladyboy hookers. Um, but yeah, now it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a big mall. Like right. that whole strip, that whole walking down, uh, whatever the main street is called. I forgot. Now. Yeah. Waikiki right uh, down there in Waikiki. Yeah. The, with the beach there. It's all just major shops, high end shops. Uh, you'd never see anybody yet across from Duke's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually Duke, well, Duke, the, the statue was a little ways down. Right. Like that's three weeks, but Duke's restaurant is actually in the hotel we were at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice, and, nice hotel. Yeah, it was definitely a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke's was amazing with us. They gave us uh, breakfast every morning, mm-hmm. um, and it was all comped. Nice. It was it was very cool. Cool. Uh, walk in whenever you want, do the breakfast buffet, and leave. So uh, we, the kids which, had a great time. We had seven or uh, dryers done. The dryers done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had uh, seven different hospitals, twenty-seven kids. Oh, cool. And what'd you do while you were there? Uh, let's see. The first day, pouring down rain. Like it was seriously pouring all down, day. right? Yeah, pretty right. much all day. But they, we had, well, not all day, because in the ver- in the morning we did a, uh, the catamaran. And mm-hmm. We got on front of the catamaran. It took us an hour, and that's when it started raining. Was when we were on the catamaran, mm-hmm. uh, and then after that, did lunch, and then off to surfing. All the kids loved surfing. The ones that could surf. No, did not. you get up on a board? I did. I was out there surfing, having a good time. Cool. Um, there, though, it's not because of the reef. It's so shallow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, like I got cut a few times, had mm. a board slam into my face. You know the normal surfing stuff, right. but it's just interesting having to fall. Like you're trying to fall as flat as possible so you don't go under the water and get tore up by the coral. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's fun. It's you know the water is amazing. Did any kids get tore up? Uh, there were we had uh, yeah there were some cuts and bruises and stuff like that. But the kids loved. It. I mean they're kids. Right. They wanted. It. I mean, you go to Hawaii, you want to surf, right? Right. They surfed in Hawaii. Yeah, that they did. Uh, also did the, and the next day we did, uh, I think it was the next day, anyway, whatever order it goes in, because I always forget. Whatever. Uh, went to the the ranch where they filmed um, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Ball. Yeah. yeah, so did that. That was pretty cool. That's um, a private tour thing. That you it's do. actually a working ranch. Right. Um, cattle and all that. Have you have you been there? Have you checked it out? Uh, oh, I took a helicopter over the Jurassic Waterfalls, but uh, I know that it's private property and it is a working ranch, and there is only like one tour that is allowed to take you in uh, to walk all the way up to the waterfall. I think blue Hawaiian helicopters can land right by the waterfall, but... No, we didn't do all the waterfall stuff. We just did like... Where the tree is, where they're all coming down and and rushing down when they first get on the island. Oh. He, he, um, so that Lost was filmed there. There's yeah, a bunch of, of other stuff. Um, and then they actually it was kind of cool too. They took us through the bunkers up there because there was some you know, World War II stuff up there, which is also on the ranch. I guess at one point they stopped everything. The ranch, well, they they the government took some of the land to be able to build some of the stuff. There was like a an airstrip there and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's on the other side of the island just in case something were to happen. Mm-hmm. But they gave it back all to the family. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the family paid 4500 for it, I think is what he said, for yeah. all that land uh, many years ago. There's a mm-hmm. whole story about the doctor who came over and owns it. Can you imagine what that land is worth now? <laughs> That's, it's a pretty good investment. Hawaii is, Hawaii is this weird mess because – 
um, the majority of the islands are owned by uh, Hawaiians, by local Hawaiians, and they are filthy rich because they've owned the land's been in their family forever, and their families just pass it down and pass it down. Um, but like the mass land that they own doesn't get farmed enough to sustain all the other Hawaiians that are living in the city. Um, so they've just become the the 1% of the Hawaiians. Uh, so there's a, there's a weird, there's a lot of weirdness in Hawaii and their government and how wealth should be distributed and, and what should be done. And yeah. Hawaii is weird. Um, as a local Hawaiian, you're entitled to uh, be able to purchase a home, uh, something like that. Like you, uh, you, you, I don't know if someone was explaining, local Hawaiian was explaining this to me, but like, okay. So in Los Angeles, a million dollar house that, uh, anybody, you, you and I would go and buy for a million dollars. Well, if you were a local Californian, you can buy that house for 200,000, but you can't sell it. Like you, you have to sell yeah. it to another local Hawaiian or whatever. So there's, there's weird things like that. And there's areas where like you and I can't go and buy because they're, it's locals only. Um, which is maybe where the phrase local only comes from. What makes things even weirder is like um, the, there are a lot of Hawaiians that hate Americans because we came in the Hallies. Yeah. The Hallies. We came in and we (laughs) raped their land. But what's odd is there's so many decades have happened now that there are white and Mexican Hawaiians like, you know, the soldiers mated with the natives had mm-hmm. children and those children had children. And so there's a bit of a melting pot there. So there are white kids that are Hawaiian and are rightfully Hawaiian and have been Hawaiian for, you know, two generations. Um, so there's, there's a lot of weirdness. They just don't look Polynesian. In Hawaii. And what I laugh at though, is like the locals hate Americans because we came in and, you know, took over. Basically we seized Hawaii. If we hadn't, Japan would have killed all of you. Like, it would just be a Japanese population. That was the other option. If America didn't go, Japan was going to seize it, and Japan was going to execute every single Hawaiian native there. Well, I guess that's a possibility. <laughs> that, that is exactly what would have ha- happened. They would have just annihilated the entire population, and it, this would have been part of Japan. Um, which, you know, I mean, we're good allies with Japan now. Maybe we would visit Hawaii, and it would be beautiful, and it would just be Japanese people living there. Oh, it is. Um, but the Hawaiians, I'm like, I don't know how you hate Americans. And they love their you spam. You would literally be dead if it wasn't. Like, Japan would have taken you over, and you'd be dead. You had no defense. So, anyway. <laughs> anyway. A lot of weird history about Hawaii. Uh, so you surf school and what else? Uh, let's see. We did that. The, did the ranch. Oh, we did Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. And thing. did you go over, you went over to the Arizona? Yeah, we did. And, um, you have know. you ever been? Oh yeah, I've been. Okay. I'm, that's my third, I hated it. third time going. I hated um, it. It's the worst thing in the world. You know, it's, it's sad, but it's also extremely Boring, I guess you can say. Extremely like, boring. Because you get over there and you see the wall, you know, all the names of the yep. 1,300 people who died. And you're like, okay, that's sad. And Watch the, the oil bubble. The oil still boiling up. And you're like, okay. And then you're like, can I go now? Right. Uh, it you is sad. But, but we don't have to take, I don't know why you have to go over there. Um, like, you're not that you have to, but I mean, everyone's like, hey, you got to take the boat over there. I'm, I'm like, but. Okay. I feel like it's a huge missed educational opportunity. 
Like it is so somber and quiet and and boring and I just feel like some uh, they have a museum which I also thought was boring too. Oh, see, I love the museum, being able to walk through and being able to see all the stuff uh, you know on the walls and you know they had uh, the videos of some of the people who were there and talking mm-hmm. about what was going on at the time and stuff like that. I thought that was interesting. All that stuff was interesting that. seeing all that, seeing the photos, the videos, the the original footage. I was mostly uh, bored by the USS Missouri. I actually we didn't go over to the the USS Missouri. So for But this, next to Pearl Harbor, what we did love and I don't know if you got on it was the the Bofin Oh, we didn't. Oh, God, that was so awesome. You walk through, you, you have a guided audio tour, and you walk through the, the Bofin, the submarine on your own, and the captain of the Bofin is the voice in the audio tour telling you, you know, about what happened on the on the submarine on the ship. See, and that's pretty cool. I, yeah, it's awesome. it was awesome. That when was when you get stuff like that, you know, the last time I was there um, 19 years ago was uh, there's still Pearl Harbor survivors there, mm. and they would kind of do – some of the tour and talk about things and answer questions and stuff like that, which was pretty right. cool. Not a lot of them anymore. Uh, but yeah, the kids, some of them liked it. Some of them thought it was kind of boring, um, but it was, it was pretty cool. I, I did enjoy the, the museum part walking through. I didn't actually use the, the headset cause mm-hmm. you can throughout that whole museum, but I, I didn't get one of those. Mm. So what else? Uh, let's see what else we do. Uh, water park. Cause you know, you go to a water park when you're in Hawaii. <laughs> I have no idea where the water park would be. It is, it's like 35 minutes away. It's not close. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's something mm. different, uh, it, but it was fun. The kids okay. had a great time. You know, hey, who doesn't love a lazy river? Yeah. All right. yeah. A- and it wasn't crowded because it was. Was there booze? Can you have lazy river and booze? Uh, I don't think they actually served any alcohol there. Uh, but... Then that's why you don't love a lazy <laughs> river. Right. Um, because otherwise, you know, going to, a there public... weren't very many people there. Like when we got there, I think we doubled the population of, of mm. the, everyone who was there. Going to a, a public pool is just waiting in urine. Oh, going yeah. to a lazy river without booze is just, you know, going in a circle in <laughs> urine. Uh, so what did you do? Like, aside from the typical touristy things, did you guys do anything that like behind the scenes, anything cool that you, I mean, here you'd go to Neverland ranch and you know, you do all sorts of, did you do any behind the scenes in Hawaii? Uh, like you're just talking about typical tourists. No, no because did you go to Paradise Cove Luau? Uh, we did not go to Paradise Cove. We actually went to the uh, Turtle Bay. No, it's Chiefs. Uh, we did. Yeah, we did go over to um, Sea Life Park. Don't know what that is. Exactly. I don't think anybody there. It's been there forever, apparently. But I, you know, we went there during the day, and it was like our group and maybe another bus who was there. I don't uh-huh. know how they can stay open seven days a week. But Go- you know, we, we, we got to go, yeah, it must have some kind of educational uh-huh. something with the uh, schools there. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's really tiny. You mm-hmm. know, they, they did us the behind-the-scenes thing there, then uh, met with the dolphins. Cool. So some of the kids got to get in with the dolphins. Other cool. kids Fun. didn't. But that's pretty much it for the behind-the-scenes stuff. Did you go to Dole Plantation? We did not go to Dole Plantation. Wow. Uh, and you didn't go to, up to Turtle Bay Resort. So nope. did, you go to, did you go to North Shore at all? Nope, didn't hit North Shore. So you guys just stayed in Waikiki? Around basically. that area, yeah. But it was still so tiring. Um, there wasn't a lot of downtime. Even though we had our beach right outside our hotel, right. our, uh, um, we didn't actually use it. Right. Because we didn't have downtime at the hotel. Right. And then we also had... Yeah. In, in LA, the pool closes at like 10.30 there. The pool like closes at 8, which I didn't quite understand. Yeah, I don't know why the pool closes in LA <laughs> at 10.30 either. It's well, always, 10.30 makes sense. At, at a hotel? What, is it, what do Vegas pools close at? 
Oh, I don't know. They're probably late also. Yeah, I don't ten thirty I think is too early. Because um what what is how many people have, have been in this situation? You go out drinking, you come back to your hotel, you want to get in the spa, but that fucker is always closed. <laughs> right? Like what the hell? Um yeah, that's always bugged me about hotel pools, but so their pool closed at eight. Yeah, it closed at eight. Yeah, it was it was tiny so. anyway, but it was nice, you know, if we had some downtime or after dinner or something like that instead of because the kids aren't supposed to go into the, each other's rooms, mm-hmm. so they all have to hang out in the activity room, which we have games and stuff like that for. Why aren't they allowed to go into each other's room? Just to make sure nothing happens, sex wise, and well, anything, something stolen, anything, uh, just you and your. Does each kid have their own room? No, they, they pair them up. Oh, okay, so there's two per room. All right. But it's just, you know, safety and yeah, you don't have to worry about somebody taking something or this yeah, or that. Cool. It's just It's a good rule. And then, it's fine. And then yeah, <laughs> sex also because that that I'm sure has happened. Oh. All right. Come on. You, you have twenty seven teenagers. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some stuff like that's happened. Twenty seven teenagers about to die. I don't know about that, but <laughs> that's kinda of morbid. If you're if okay, Sunshine Kids is for cancer kids. Kids with cancer. If yes. I'm 15 years old and I have cancer, even though my prognosis is good, and there's a chance that I can get this girl to fuck me if I tell her that we're both, you know, we're just living life, baby. <laughs> Who knows when it could be over? I mean, yeah. I think my cancer. You, you're, as, you know, as a teenager, you're playing that up. Yeah, but you know, okay. So the cancer card, and you can use the cancer, the cancer card on cancer. a lot of things. Right. It's really hard to use a cancer card on someone who has cancer. Like, what do you mean? We're both look. Life is I precious. So. We both I, could know. die any minute now. Yeah. Like, what's the harm? Just, just let me put the tip in. <laughs> just, just tip. It's just a tip, hon. All right. Nothing bad ever happens like that. Yeah. Uh, we of- did have a kid many, many years ago. This was in when we were doing a Las Vegas trip, and he got busted with alcohol in the room. Like we were staying at the Hard Rock, and he got some people to buy some alcohol for him. And they got busted with alcohol, and um, and GW was like, "Well, you know, I, I got to call your mom." He's like, "Okay." What's she gonna do? Yeah, exactly. He's like, I got cancer. What? What's she gonna do to me? <laughs> awesome. And what's your response to that? Like, what do you do? Because he didn't care. He's like, uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's Staring true. Like, down the barrel of a gun. Man. <laughs> right. So whatever. I've seen worse. All right. Okay. Mom. Mom's gonna be. Don't drink while you're there. All right. Cool. What else? Anything else with, with um, Hawaii? Yeah, you know, like we did the luau, which was really cool. Uh, it's oh, which rated, luau? Uh, Chiefs luau, which yeah. is oh, uh, yeah, it's only been there for five years now. Oh, you didn't go to? Did you go to the Polynesian Cultural Center? No, we didn't do that either. Wow, you guys didn't do anything. <laughs> did we you guys climb constantly. Diamond Head? Yeah, with seven wheelchairs, kind of hard to climb Diamond know, Head. Right? So yeah, that yeah. that didn't happen either. I like didn't even do it. I like I thought we'd do like a snorkeling trip, like you know, take a catamaran right. or something like that. And they didn't do that, which I was kind of mm. surprised at, or well. snoobaing or something like that. Sure. Uh, to hang out with all the fish. Uh, but the luau was really cool. Chiefs was really cool. Um, he brought them all, all up on stage and gave them gifts because he knew that they were there. Uh, actually, I think uh, from what he said, which I don't, I'm assuming must be true, um, which he was talking about to everybody, he's like, when they came, because they haven't done this trip in about five years, mm-hmm. I guess. So when they came last time, the kids weren't able to go where they were hosting the luau. Uh, so they brought the luau out to them. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Okay. Because yeah, all the kids aren't mobile or ambul- ambulatory. Cool. Um, so it was it was really cool. I, I, and, you know, that was our finishing thing, which yeah, you go to Hawaii, you got to go surfing, you got to go to a luau. Mm-hmm. Everything else is tourist stuff. Top tip, the Turtle Bay Resort, which is an expensive resort, has a free luau every, uh, I think it's every day at sunset. 
Um, you just go to the bar and grab a drink, and Luau's free. And you don't have to be staying in the hotel. You can just go to the hotel bar. Hmm. Yeah. Next so. time I'm there, because you know I'm there often. Right. Have you ever gone to Turtle so. Bay? No. That's where all the movies, anytime movies are done, they're done at Turtle Bay Resort, like Forgetting Sarah Marshall and stuff like that. But uh, it's it's a beautiful, uh, unaffordable resort. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can get a room in the hotel for probably three hundred a night. But the thing about Turtle Bay is there's villas. And it's not a private beach because I guess, you know, we're in Hawaii can be private beach just like you're in California, Um, but it's not accessible. So it is a Turtle Bay private beach, basically. Um, But uh, but yeah, the resort is gorgeous. No, they didn't go up that way. Yeah. Anyway, but it was tiring, but it it was fun. Uh, The kids had a great time. You know, the first time I pretty much every single one of them was their first time in Hawaii. Cool. Um, well, as a, at the, yeah, at that age, I would imagine so. Yeah, I was I was there when I was thirteen with my parents, and that you were a teenager, so it was your first time <laughs> in Hawaii. So, what else is new? Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, I got my observation this week, so that's going to be exciting for me. Oh, uh, see if I get to keep my job. In. Yeah, see if uh, the the vice principal comes in and uh, assistant principal, whatever they call him now. I don't know. Oh. Uh, you know, the, the place I work at right now, I don't know that it's possible there could be a strike going. So, yay, this is a great time for me to be at this district. Oh, cause if there's a strike, you won't get paid. Well, that's the thing. I, if, and I asked my, my union rep about it. I'm like, so if they strike, cause you know, I want to support the union, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm also not tenured. Mm-hmm. So if they strike, Odds are, yeah, I'm going to cross that line because I need a job and I would like to have a job next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I it, am hoping they don't strike, but mm-hmm. I have a feeling it might happen. And if it does happen... You're still tenured over here, though, at Golden at, well, at William S. Hart, yes. Yeah, so, and when does that expire? Uh, I still have about another year, about roughly about a year. Right, right um, so he's going to come in and do an evaluation. Is he going to go between, travel with you between the two schools? No, he only does one uh, class. Okay, good. So I, I've, I've prepped the kids. Let them know, know if you're going to take them in. to the gym with you. <laughs> right? Hey, I'm going to go have some lunch and go, go right. to the gym. That's what I do. Right. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for that. Appreciate it. That's a great schedule. Right. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. I, I might as well be me. Right. Right on. So, uh, so that's, I think you'll do okay. I'm not, I'm not too stressed about it. Um, apparently, there's a huge turnover on special ed teachers, so they need them. And I, yeah, I've been doing this for years, so yeah, I'm, I'm not really concerned about it. Right. The only issue is the, the class that he's coming into. So that the campus that I teach at there, uh-huh. the two classes, is a resource class, which is kind of helping them out in other classes. Mm-hmm. So I usually don't do a lesson from bell to bell, whereas when he comes observes, I have to do a lesson from bell to bell. Mm. So kind of, it's not my usual routine. What's your lesson going to be? Uh, conclusions. I'm doing. What are conclusions? Uh, what are it, Right, exactly. Facts-based conclusions or conclusions, figuring them out through all the facts that the story tells. I do. Oh. My classes are reading, uh, reading essentials. So I'm just going over the elements of. Okay, reading. right on. Comprehension, and, conclusion, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. conclusions. Kind of interesting. I have a couple different formats. You know, Sarah. So like, it's like four people or went to have pie. Sarah doesn't like pie. So and so does this. What's the conclusion? How can we figure out? How do we figure it out? Right type thing and there's another story anyway right harvey so. weinstein invites you to his hotel room what's the conclusion <laughs> right yeah kevin spacey uh kevin spacey gets you drunk uh-huh. what's the conclusion <laughs> right yeah uh-huh uh, yep good times in hollywood right now i come out everywhere i love louis ck is just like yep i did it 
Yeah, he did. He copped to it. And, <laughs> yep. you know, he'll probably survive this situation partly because he copped to it. Uh, also, uh, his uh, infractions aren't as bad. Um, well, he didn't, I, he didn't rape anybody, right? It was just more look at my penis. Like, is that? Yeah, he said that uh, he never showed his penis to any woman who didn't uh, consent first. But now he realizes, looking back, that when you wield power over a person, you're really not giving them an option to say no. Um, but and I think that's I mean, I, I, he'll be vilified for a while, but he's also a comedian. He lost they he lost his uh, Netflix deal or his Netflix uh, special yeah. has been killed. Um, a movie that he, oh, a movie that he finished, the release date has now been pulled, but a friend of mine got an Oscar screener for it, or a, a, yeah, an Academy screener for it. So Martin should already have the Louis C.K. movie. <laughs> um, and uh, But the release date's been changed on it because, you know, he's he's under hot water right now. And uh, yeah, like said, it's his FX show is the plug has been pulled on or, or something like that, which I understand. I mean, it's at the point where if allegations come out about anybody, you know, the, the networks, the powers that be are just backing away, just get, mm-hmm. getting away Kevin from Kevin Spacey's now going to be killed off. I know it was our last season of House of Cards, but. Now they're going to decide if they're killing him off in the middle. I guess they've already filmed so many episodes. And Oh, is that what they're going to do? Yeah. It was going to be the last season, but they were thinking about spinning it off. So that still might happen. Um, and uh, then uh, if they're going to kill him off midway, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but now, uh, I, hopefully that's not a spoiler to everybody, but <laughs> that's, that's what they're talking about. I don't know how Ke- Kevin can survive this. I don't. I don't know how you. I don't know how he comes back from this. I, I don't know. I, I, and I love Kevin Spacey. I do actor. too. Uh, I he he is. is amazing. He is entertaining as shit. He's by far one of the the best I, actors out there. Like he can be anybody, and anything. From Kaiser Soze, man. And from what I understand of what he did, he did it when he was like twenty five, and not that that makes it better, but he is younger and dumber. And I guess. He was drinking, and so were the kids, because I guess there's a 17 year old and a 15 year old involved at two separate points. I don't, I have not read. I, I should, I should uh, uh, clarify this. I haven't read any of these stories. I've read the headlines, and I've heard Howard talk about it, and then we talk about it at work. So I just know like the bullet points of the various things that have happened. Yeah, me too. There's just so many of them right now. There's yeah, so and I don't, many. I don't really care. I mean. And that's a weird thing to say. It's like if if Harvey Weinstein, Harvey's the first one. And when this when Har- when it happened with Harvey, if Harvey Weinstein had invited me to a meeting, I don't think I would have gone alone. And that's not to say that I blame the girls, but I'm just sort of like, why the hell would you go to a meeting with Harvey Weinstein at a hotel by yourself to begin with? Even because, if it's a because, lunch meeting. Because you know who he is. You, and yeah, and, and at that point, Harvey was a notoriously horrible person. I don't think I would go alone because that dude is but, gruff. But what, do you, and, but what do you want to do to your, your career? It's one of those things. I get it. And that's the, that's the harassment. That's the power issue. And then they end up in, in the hotel room. And I guess he, he raped, uh, uh, what's her face that he paid her off? Rose McGowan. Uh, Rose McGowan, and and apparently paid her off. We don't know the, or I, I still don't know. The yeah, and I guess and apparently raised, Robert raised Rodriguez was the one who brought her career back, um, because because he felt, of because of that, um, and I guess it was Grindhouse. 
Yeah, it's his planet Terra because she's got the machine gun yeah, for the, leg. They, um, yeah. But yeah, there were, I just read something recently about that. Like mm-hmm. his, he felt bad for her from going because her her career was pretty much done. So then he knew. Um, he, I mean, if he felt bad for, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a small, you would know that's the, the Hollywood. Thing. When you get to a certain level, it's a small world. The other thing about this whole thing is like, people seem shocked. Like they had never heard the term casting couch before. Well, and that's, and I'm like, there is a reason for that. And I, I'm like, okay, I don't, I mean the, the Weinstein one, there's many different levels to it. There's rape, but sometimes there isn't rape. Sometimes he just wanted you to look well, at New his York's penis. going after him for rape right now. One, one girl, uh, he humped her leg and came on her leg. Uh, some weird. Uh, yeah. You call that doggy style. Some, uh, exactly. <laughs> some who, he wanted them to watch. They, them watch him shower. And you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I no, not that any of that is right, particularly the rape thing, but the other stuff. All right. The Dustin Hoffman one. Apparently, this 17-year-old girl says that uh, Dustin Hoffman sexually harassed her. Uh, he made uh, her uh, massage his feet. Um, that, that's the extent of their touch. And I'm like, I, I don't know that that's sexual harassment. I think Dustin Hoffman lives in his own world that even if she was a boy... Or a fifty-year-old woman, he'd be like, "Rub my fucking feet, bitch." <laughs> it doesn't want my feet rubbed. Or, rub. or hey, you boy, get over here, rub my feet. Like he, there's such an arrogance and assholeness about a lot of Hollywood stars that I'm just like, I don't know that I can qualify that one as like that's how this industry runs. And you spend sometimes you spend six months living out of a trailer on a on a the set of a movie. It's your home. It is, and everyone's telling you yes. Right. Everybody tells nobody tells you no. Nope, you're the star. You want this? Okay. And, but and you do get used to that. You it's, lose sight of crossing a line of like trying to sleep with your co star because you're living in, you've been living in a trailer for four months. It is your home. Like you don't think of it as like the set. But you also get this idea of like I have a certain amount of power and if I meet a, a waitress in a bar, I can promise her a part. And, you know, she'll have sex with me. And sometimes you give them the part and sometimes you don't. And I feel like Hollywood has always known about all of this forever. And then. Well, they have. And that's what they, you know, the casting couch. And they used to have uh, like the fixer, like the guy who would offer money or spend things properly. Right. Every studio had, from what I understand, listening to, I think it was KNX 1070, had a whole thing on it. But they were talking about uh, uh, every studio had um, someone who would spend things. Because it happened way back right. when, and they would have this. Person. Right, Liberace's not gay. But but it was so much easier back then because it was, I had to pay off the cop, I had to pay off the right. journalist, and that's it. Now it's on the internet, and it goes everywhere. Yeah, it flies no, everywhere. Yeah. It's it's so much harder to contain than it used to be. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know what to make of the current situation. Every, everything that everybody has done seems pretty wrong, other than Dustin Hoffman getting his feet rubbed. <laughs> um. Brett Ratner is completely denying it and uh, countersuing. Louis C.K. fessed up to it. And, uh, yeah, you know, I guess he masturbated and showed women his penis. Um, But, you know, he's a comedian. He'll start making jokes about it and he'll survive. He'll donate money to rape a rape fund or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I know it's crazy. uh, Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck both do that. They all their money from Miramax. 
Well, I knew I was. I was wondering. I and I heard about it about Kevin, but when I first heard about Harvey, because I know that Kevin has defended Harvey many, many, many times, mm-hmm. and Kevin's wife is diehard feminist. So when I heard the the story come out, I immediately thought of Kevin. And I was like, "Oh shit, it's fucked up in the Smith house." <laughs> Because you know that Harvey is a god to Kevin. Uh, absolutely, that's gave him his career. I mean, but his was... wife is a goddess to him, and now he's torn. And I thought, what a smart answer! <laughs> <laughs> right? Given all future funds made from Myron Max movies to, uh-huh. um, which he said is what uh, around two thousand dollars a month. I don't know what the actual. I think number that's what is, he said but... it was. It's going to be roughly about two thousand dollars a month, which is still cool. I mean, it's a check for you know not working. Uh, sure, but what happens to uh, Jay and Silent Bob? Because uh, I don't know. They were due to start shooting Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strike Back in uh, January or February, which is uh, a Dimension film, which was uh, uh, Bob's Bob Weinstein, Harvey's brother, uh, his company. Um, so do you do? Does he still move forward with that? I mean, they own those stories. They own those care. Those. Oh yeah, but I think it's safe to at this point because Harvey's gone from that whole business. Yeah, but, yeah, but sure. But why donate the money from the movies that Harvey made? I mean, that doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't fix because it. he's doing. It doesn't fix anything. Also, but Kevin also didn't do anything. I, yeah, and right? I also, he's, I he also just go, took, okay. he took money from whoever, but he's not didn't do anything. Gwyneth Paltrow has been cryptic about her situation with uh, Harvey. Uh, apparently he I, uh, approached her. She told Brad Pitt who she was dating at the time. Brad Pitt went and said something to Harvey. Gwyneth was kind of blacklisted, but then Gwyneth ended up in Shakespeare in love wins an Academy award. She continues to work with Harvey. So clearly, and I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that this happened with Gwyneth, but clearly but there Gwyneth are, also had a family, but wait a minute. There are women who fucked Harvey and got a career. There are girls holding Academy Awards right now that fucked Harvey and and got that award. That's not a direct connection. But had they not fucked Harvey, they wouldn't have been in the movie. See, I don't know about that. Like Gwyneth Paltrow has, doesn't she have family background in the industry? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think, I think she still would have been okay. Right, and that's why maybe not Gwyneth Paltrow, but I, I don't know who, but there are women who there are current Academy holder hold, girls holding an Oscar who fucked him for that Oscar. Oh, and I, because and, once again, that's the casting couch. Right. And, and before that's... Harvey, there are girls who fucked Mr. Warner and, uh, you know, Mr. Universal and Mr. Paramount <laughs> and got their Oscars. So I, I don't know. I mean, part of me feels bad in that like nobody offered me this opportunity. Like I, I don't, and I'm like once again, women have a leg up in Hollywood. But I'm bump. Yeah, let that one, <laughs> let that one sink in for a minute. My 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 jokes. Um, re- today I was thinking this Oscar season. I mean, it's gotten so bad here in Hollywood. Instead of an in memoriam, are we going to have an in memoriam for all of those that have fallen to sexual harassment? Right. I think it would be longer. It would probably be longer and fucking funnier. And I, yeah, I'm curious, like. Okay, is Kevin Spacey, is all his awards going to be taken away? Like, are they going to blacklist them like that? Like, all these people who are getting busted. That's the thing is, like, his work, and this is the whole thing with the Miramax, like, Harvey was running a company doing horrible things to women, but that doesn't change that, you know, 
Dogma was a success, that Kevin's movie was a success. So why should Kevin give the money that Dogma makes over to something else because Harvey is connected to it when Kevin and several other people worked on that movie and did a great job? And I'm not, I think it's great that Kevin's doing that. Um, I think Kevin should give $200,000 a year to, to rate funds, and he's done it before. This isn't the first time that he's given money to him. But I just don't necessarily see what that connection is. Like, you're not – Harvey isn't giving you the money. No, and I, I, I don't think he feels like it. I think he's just like, it's my way of giving back to and everyone. And that's great. And everyone. I don't think it's like – But to negate, like, Kevin Spacey's work and American Beauty, which I, I think American Beauty is one of the, my top ten. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And to – I mean, it's a – I don't know. It's It's weird. Like, it's – and I, I said I, I love Kevin Spacey. I think he's a brilliant actor. I right. But is he going to work? Am I ever going to see him in something again because of this? I don't think so. Right. At right now, it doesn't look like in all this. Right now, this is like the thing. And two years from now, it could all blow over because there's now like 100 people. Accused I don't think of he could survive it because Roman Polanski hasn't been able to survive it. Um, once you get into uh, pedophile and rape. Uh, in the in the public eye, you don't get past it. But did he actually do anything with the boy? I thought he he asked or was trying to come on to him. But Something I don't about rolling around on a drunk fifteen year or he was drunk. But I don't think the, there was any penetration, anything like that, right? It was. I, I have no idea. And so, and here's the other snafu with this: even though those kids are uh, overage now, uh, it is not up to the kid to prosecute Kevin Spacey. It's up to the state. So if the state feels that they have enough evidence and whether the kids want to or not, the state can go after Kevin Spacey. And this is what happened with Roman Polanski, the girl that he had anal sex with in Jack Nicholson's hot tub. If you don't know the story, because <laughs> Jack Nicholson was involved in that. People seem to forget that he was there. Anyway, she did not want to press charges against Roman Polanski, but the, the state went after him. And and Polanski still isn't allowed in this country. Oh, he's allowed. He well, just he just gets arrested. <laughs> we don't know. They they don't. The, they're, the, yeah, they're trying to absolve it. Or they whatever. don't say that. They don't say you will be arrested. Yeah, but now he's in France, right? And where he's at, I think he's in France. Um, and then there's the guy. I don't know his name, but I don't think his career continued. The pedophile uh, from Powder. He managed to make that movie Powder, but I don't think he's continued uh, his career. Um, I don't, you just, but, he, but I don't know. This is Kevin Spacey. I mean, it's not, it's not the guy from powder. Cause we can't even remember his name. Kevin Spacey, you know, you performed know, in plays. And I yeah, just I, don't think that, I mean, women and gays love plays and I don't think that they're going to go see him. I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I think at some point it blows over because then the worst I, thing I don't is, think is like, there's okay, any if, penetration. If this happened when he was 25, has it continued or, or was he just, like a dumb drunk. Well, and that's the thing at, at 20 at 25 and you know, you're working with a kid who's 16, 17, who's getting, mature getting for drunk, his age. Yeah, getting drunk or whatever. Maybe they were playing it. Someone older in the show or whatever the case may be. Not that it's making it right by any means, but yeah. Is there anything? No, no, it, it's clearly not right. It's just weird. Yeah, it it's is. Just, it's, it's definitely weird. And, but I, is and it, I don't mean pedophile is weird. I mean, the circumstances behind like Hollywood things are weird. Oh, they are. Uh, you know, uh, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman coming out with all their stuff right now. Uh, uh well, Corey Haim isn't coming out with anything. Well, okay. <laughs> that that's true. Um, but you know, his, I guess there was a 
was it a book or something like that? Anyway, but his mom has come out and said some stuff. You know, they're trying to blame Charlie Sheen for some stuff. Actually, the director of Powder is Victor Salva, and he went on to do the Jeepers Creepers movies. Huh. So I guess he's doing okay? Two rooms in the valley. Oh, that's just a very special thanks. But yeah, he was director of uh, the Jeepers Creepers movies. So that's probably given him uh, plenty of dough. Yep. Uh, so I guess, you know, I guess you can, you know... Uh, yeah, and, and once again, he's he's one. Kevin Spacey. And I don't know if there's been anything since then because if if that happened when he was 25 and Kevin Spacey's what 50 something now, yeah. So you're talking like, like 25, 30 years ago when this happened. Um, um, and once again, not saying that it's right. I, but I do think he'll be able to bounce back from it. Um, it's creepier when you think about his uh, uh, sexual exploits in House of Cards, right? Oh, like I don't Mitch, know. what is it, Mitchum? The they had the three yeah, the, yeah, the, with the, the security guard who's much younger and boyish looking, um, and uh, even the journalist. What's his name? Where he flew yeah, around the, with? Wasn't the journalist? Isn't that at the school? The guy? The journalist? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the guy. Um, wasn't that? Uh, he was an older guy. That was an older guy. Wasn't yeah, he? it was an older guy. Yeah, but the but Mitchum is that his name? Mitchum? Yeah, Mitchum. Mitchum was the uh, the personal. Uh, Secret Service agent. For yeah, uh, director of Jeepers Creepers and uh, um, what's its face. In 1988, Salva was convicted of sexual misconduct with one of Clown House's underage stars, a 12-year-old boy, including videotaping one of the encounters. Commercial videotapes of magazines containing child pornography were also found in his home. Salva pleaded, pleaded guilty to lewd and lascivious conduct, oral sex with a person under 14, and procuring a child for pornography. He was sentenced to three years in state prison, of which he served 15 months, completed his parole in uh, 1992. Yeah. And, and then he's currently had a, had a good career. He's currently 50. Yeah, he made Jeepers career. He's currently 59. He was, let's see, he was born in 58. This happened in 88, so he was 30 years old, right? Yep. Clown House. Clown House, man, Clown House is, I think, a fantastic movie. I didn't realize that he was connected to that. <laughs> a little bit more than you, you know now. Now it's I like, have to hate what? Clown House? I no! To, I have to not like, I think it's Clown House. Yeah, because Clown House is with, uh, um, let's see here. Yeah, Sam Rockwell, it is Clown House. Creepy movie. So Clown House is this great movie about uh, a, there's this, um, have you ever seen it? I don't think I've seen it. Um, I've seen Killer Clouds from Outer Space. No, no, no. no. This isn't like that. <laughs> this um, is a great cult film. There is a, a circus in town, and three patients escape the mental hospital, and as they're wandering around the streets, they end up in the clown tent, the circus tent. They kill the clowns, and then they end up putting on the clown makeup, and they start wandering around the streets of this neighborhood. Sam Rockwell is one of the guys wearing uh, clown makeup, and they start terrorizing these I think it's three boys. It might be two boys, and then they have a friend staying over. Three or four boys um, whose mom is at work. And so they start terrorizing them in the house. And there's these fantastic, like, just creepy scenes where, um, like, one of the psychopathic clowns in full getup is just standing at the base of the stairs, and the boys are at the top of the stairs. And, like, he's not moving. It's just creepy as shit. <laughs> it's just filled with tons of stuff like that. So I didn't realize that he diddled one of those boys on that movie. Kind of makes me feel bad for liking the movie because one of the boys got, you know, 
All right. Uh, Look, I won't watch Apocalypse Now because they kill the buffalo. That's an actual slaughter of the buffalo at the end there. I don't I don't know if you know that. That I didn't know, but did did they eat it? I mean, did they do something with it or was it just killed to be killed? Uh it was killed to be killed. They might have eaten it uh, after like if, the fact. You know, if you're if you're going to do it, and but they paid they paid the locals to kill it, and so what you're seeing is that thing actually being hacked up. I wouldn't watch a movie like Cannibal Holocaust where they kill a bunch of you know little animals. Um, there was oh I just I recently just read that that movie. You remember that movie Milo and Otis? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, that's actually a Japanese movie that was then redubbed English, but the uh they use several different kittens and like there's a scene in that movie where a kitten is bitten by a snake and yeah the kitten is bit by a snake and they just that kitten dies and they use another one there's like uh um uh notorious stories of all the bad things that happened that they abused those two animals on milo and otis oh i like milo and otis yeah well not anymore (laughs) um the cat and the dog oh right just so sweet uh yeah well (laughs) I think Richard Dreyfus is the voice in that movie, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, um, whatever. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. Crazy things in Hollywood. What else? They are, but I, like I said, I, I think Kevin Spacey will survive. I don't know. I mean, look, um, Mel Gibson just had a went on a rant, and he is barely surviving. Mel Gibson isn't as talented as Kevin Spacey. I disagree. Mel has been a very good director. Braveheart is amazing. He is and, a pretty, he is a pretty good director. And the other the the one I can't think of the name uh, the Mayan temples apocalyptic fantastic movie. He's been a great director and um, an entertaining actor uh, and you know producer of other things that he didn't direct. But he's barely barely coming back. I don't know that Kevin. I think we're done with Kevin's base. I don't know. I think we'll come back. We're definitely done with Harvey. Oh, yeah. Harvey <laughs> has been kicked out of everything. Yeah, and anything he's, being, and he's being charged with rape in New York right now. Is what they're Har- looking Harvey's at. best bet is to go to North Korea and start making movies there. <laughs> like, find, just go somewhere else and start making movies for another country. Because um, yeah, I know, I know he, he loves making movies. That's why he continues to do it. I, I, what do you think that his relationship with, like, what do you think Thanksgiving at, at what the family is going to be this year for Harvey. Well, his <laughs> Har- wife Harvey, left him. Har- Harvey and his brother. Do you think they're like, Hey, you know, why don't you come over for Christmas? What I know. I, so there's this, you movie, totally fucked our relationship. You fucked our business. Uh, Biskin. Um, uh, well, yeah, but he also created it. Uh, Peter is a Peter Biskin. He wrote this book down in dirty pictures, which is pretty much all about Bob and Harvey, all about, all about Harvey. Um, and I read the book years and years ago. It's a fantastic read um, of all the horrible things that Bob and Harvey did. And actually, in Gal's Panic, the whole uh, rugula bit that I wrote, if you, I don't know if you remember it, but there's this whole thing about rugula, the secretary, rugula. Rugula mm-hmm. is a thing. That comes from, that's Harvey. That's Bob and Harvey. That, so are we going to take it out when we film it? Uh, no, because <laughs> they, I created rugula, but they had uh, basically chastised someone the way that my characters do. Uh, over something else and it's in that book but uh that's where that was born though um anyway uh bob i think will be forever indebted and and friends with harvey it's his brother and and i don't think but yeah i don't know i think there's gotta be some bad blood right there like he he just killed their company stuff they've took a long time to build 
every all the accolades they took away from Harvey also got taken away from Bob. Well, what they take away from yeah, the like the different awards and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it's because it's Miramax. You, you can't take away a Best Picture Oscar. Well, they're still taking away the awards. They are to, you know, they kicked him out of the the Academy. Well, it's kicked him out, right? But I don't, uh, I don't know that they can take away a Best Picture. It's still a Best Picture. It's still yeah. Well, yeah, you can't go. Well, you can asterisk it, right? And we'll give it to the second place. Who was? <laughs> I mean, it happened to Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's true. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, it's got to be bad blood. What would you it, call it? it? To... Harvey Weinstein awards pulled, awards rescinded, awards rescinded, probably. Um, Going to the Google machine, everything in the world revokes. Revo- uh, Har- Harvard revokes. Oh, uh, Harvard revokes the Dubois Medal of Honor. That's Honor, not a big Harvard. deal, but that doesn't. Harvard fight Bob, rescinds, but... right? Harvard, Harvard, Harvard. Right. Um, but his name, Bob's name, is always going to be remembered as that. Right? What's the Miramax company going to be remembered for? Um, the crying game? <laughs> yeah, this is all. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, yeah, his, his membership is, is stripped. He's stripped of Academy memberships. Yeah, no awards are taken away. Bob still has all his whatever awards he wins. They still, I don't know. I, I think it's. They kicked him out of. The Emmys, the Oscar, or the Academy of Television, the Academy of Motion Pictures, the direct or the Producers Guild, yeah, everything. Yeah, he's just kicked out of everything. But, uh, he's got a ton of money. I mean, he can just buy a villa and you know. Oh yeah, he's Costa set Rica. for life. He's set. Yeah, yeah. he's already sixty something. I'm sure he's fine for the yeah. next thirty years, whatever the case but may the be. But the passion in him to make movies, I think, will. That's probably the harder thing that's going to crush him. Which is fine. It should crush him. I don't. I don't know what the hell. Like, and then these things are the that the problem with all of this is there's so much dumber. Like, watch me shower, let me hump your leg, um, watch me masturbate, and even like Bill O'Reilly, let me soap you up with a, f- a falafel, which is actually a loofah. He didn't know what the loofah was called. <laughs> called it a falafel. falafel. Like, uh, okay. I just I, you know I, like what happened to just a good old blowjob. <laughs> Suck my dick and I'll give you a part. Like exactly, that's the casting couch that we know, right? And I guess that's why that's it's even it weirder. The whole thing has just gotten so strange. It's just like, I, I think it's just the power play of what can I get? What can I, I do? Guess, like a blowjob? Ah, eh, that's easy. I can get you to do a blowjob. But can I get? Can I hump your leg? Because like, that's just like you want to what? I, I get it's that old movie. Um, what the hell was the movie where they uh, rat race? Where they're just like, well, how long can the maids hang off of the curtain rods? <laughs> yes, and stuff? Exactly, doing the belts right. on everything. What are the weirdest <laughs> things we can make people do? Uh, I, there's a there's a, isn't there a website called Pfeiffer, where you, you get people to do things for a five dollar bill or something. Um, I I I guess that's what it is. It's a humiliation thing. Yeah, it's like what can what can I do? Because both Bob and Bob Weinstein and Bill O'Reilly could easily get women much better with a three-piece suit on than they can naked in a shower. <laughs> That's, that, like, that is true. You pull up in a Bentley with a three-piece suit, and Harvey Weinstein isn't such a bad-looking guy. Like, but you take those standing clothes naked off and... in a shower with a rubber ducky. <laughs> I can't unsee that. Right. Never going to fuck that <laughs> thing. Um, anyway. 
So, uh, other than Hollywood, what else is going on? What's going on with you? Anything new with Heaven? Anything? Uh, uh, no, Heaven is still... Our, list, uh, our listeners want to know. They do want to know what's going on with Heaven, and Heaven How's, is still being Heaven. She is. Uh, she went no to try stars. to be an ace trainer, and that didn't work out for What's her. an ace trainer? Ace trainer is uh, the the people who train all the people who come in. You know, I told oh, you before we had to do other golf. classes. Yeah, top golf. So uh-huh. she was trying to do that. She didn't get that. Mm. Um, they asked her to audition, and then they found out she had a couple of write-ups. She did her audition, and they were happy with all that. Mm. But then they found out she had some of her write-ups from the past, which mm-hmm. I'm sure are the being late types. Sure. Um, but they said next time they do the auditions, they'd like to see her there, and they will get rid of the other things as long as she keeps, uh, you know, right. do, doing yeah. well. They'll expunge her record. That's pretty much it. Good. Um, yeah, other than that, she's doing good. She's freezing her ass off right now. Apparently, yeah. there's some kind of Arctic blast going through there. So it was like 28 degrees last night. Yeah, I don't miss that. No, I wouldn't. you're going there in a week. I am leaving. I leave. Uh, I leave Friday. Friday night, drive oh. up to Vegas and head out there. And because uh, the reason when, Vegas. So wait a minute. Friday night. When do you get there? Uh, Saturday morning. All right. Saturday Re- morning. Reason Vegas. The reason I'm going to Vegas is um, so if I was leaving from here. The cheapest mm-hmm. way I could go was uh, Spirit or Allegiant or any of those mm-hmm. type of airlines, Frontier. Um, but they were going to be go- going from here to Denver, spending like eight hours in Denver, and then showing up there at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I can drive to Vegas and get there. Leave, my plane leaves at 11.45, and I can get there at 6.50 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's a direct flight, and it was like $200 cheaper. Nice. So I, figured, I guess it's worth it. Yeah, it's not a bad drive to Vegas. Yeah. I can I can do the Vegas. Drive. So Michael's having sex on Saturday. Woo! Woohoo! Yep. Good times. That's a that's a long <laughs> try. That's a long trek for a booty call, man. I'm there for a week, so that's gonna be nice. And you know, get to hang out with Ooh, Heaven. Michael's having sex Sunday night too. <laughs> right? Maybe not Monday. Yeah. Then I have to recover. Right. I'm old. You know, and then maybe maybe Tuesday, Tuesday a twofer. Then we're right. then we're wiped out Wednesday, Thursday. Oh well, yeah, Thursday. There's probably gonna be drinking because it's Thanksgiving. Right. So yeah, we don't know what's gonna happen on Thursday. But eat. Friday and then Saturday before I leave. Yeah, so it's yeah Saturday before you leave. That's <laughs> obligated sex. It's like yeah, married. Right. We just got married. We have to do it. Exactly. I'm gonna leave. Uh, so yeah, but I leave Friday. I leave Saturday, and I, I took the Saturday one because I didn't want the hell traffic from Vegas on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I've done that many times, not necessarily on Thanksgiving weekend, but right. on any given Sunday. Yeah, you want to come back. Sucks. Yeah, you don't want to come back on Sunday. Yeah. So I'll be there freezing my ass off. Cool. Um, you know, I, I I told them you know, they sent me some Snapchats of how cold it was, and I'm like, yeah, I had to put on a hoodie last week. Yeah, that's bad. It was. It got it got down to like 62. Yeah. Today I've been wearing pants all week. Today I I bucked it and I went for shorts and. You know, it was cold when I was taking the trash cans out. It was. It was 70 like, out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's chilly out here. Yeah. But uh, still, I opened up all the windows and I turned on the house fan so I could circulate some air in here and get, you know, get. I, I was like, I was worried. I'm like, oh, we're getting into a cold front. I should turn on the house fan to get some fresh air in the house while I, I still can, while it's still only like 70. <laughs> um, because it might get too cold and then I can't. But luckily, our our cold front's going to be done. From what I understand, we're supposed to go back into the mid seventies this week. Yeah, my pool is freezing. I know, my pool's is done. Well, I was in it like two not last Saturday, but the Saturday before was the last. The solar heating's just not doing it. Oh huh? no, it can't keep up with the nights. The nights are too damn too damn cold. Yeah, that's another thing I don't like about Santa Monica is it's cooler there, so I have to wear pants. <laughs> you got to wear yeah. your big boy stuff. Yeah, but. I, 
Well, yeah, Tuesday is 79 here, 79. And then Thursday we drop down to 72 and then 69 on Friday with clouds. Uh, so I'll be gone Friday, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, anyway. But in the morning, I still ride my motorcycle. It's been like, you know, 58 when I leave in the morning. Yeah, it's so cold. It's not bad. I'm on the next seven. So cold. <laughs> All right. What else, man? Uh, that's pretty much it. I got, uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Heaven. Lily has escaped twice in the past week. That kind of annoyed me. She's been doing really well, and all of a sudden, huh. she's decided she wanted to take How old off. is she now? She's 10. Weird. Yeah. Pismo, like. I, I take her on walks every night. We do about a mile, except for the walks, the nights she takes off. I'm like, you did your walk. Right, you walked, bitch. <laughs> um, I don't think she understands why she doesn't get a right. walk. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, Pismo, I think you could leave the front door open and the gate open, and she just wouldn't leave. Tika, you know, she gone. She yeah. out. She's like, we need to go explore some shit. Uh, that's why she, I, Lily just wants to sniff. That's all she wants to do. Like on walks, it's about her sniffing. It's not about, you know, her head's not up. Her head's always yeah. deep into everything sniffing. So are our dogs. Um, um, but yesterday I was, uh, I was fixing the, the vinyl fencing. Uh, so I took like a whole panel off. And she was out in the backyard. And I knew that. And I had, you know, facing one direction. I had the panel, I thought, close enough to the other. On and Calgrove? On Calgrove. Oh, on Calgrove. Okay. And it was... Uh, it's like a six foot drop going down. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, you know, she's my, you know, I back turn for, yeah. I'm, I'm like, she's not going to do it. All of a sudden I, you know, I look over and there she is crossing Calgrove. <laughs> so you got her fairly quick. That well, time. I got her off Calgrove. Uh, you know, I kind of sweep, swooped around, kind of forced her into the other, which she wants to sniff anyway. So on Calgrove it's, there's nothing really to sniff. So she right. went to, to the houses where the grass is and all that. Right. And then I started chasing her. And of course she'd look, she'll run from you. Yeah. And she'll look and will lot watch me. And oh, then she'll take off. Oh. But so a friend of mine was outside and I, I was, I just, our dogs will not. Our dogs, if you tell them to stay, they'll stop. Oh, they'll stop yeah. with their, you yell no. And you say, stay, Huskies are good. 50% of the time. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they say. Cause I've looked it up before about training and stuff like that. And they say, Huskies will listen about 50% oh. of the time. So I, I sat there talking to my, my neighbor, you know, she's already gone off, but she's away from all the traffic. And, and I'm like, the more I chase her, the more she's going to look, wait, and then take off. So I'm like, oh. I'm just going to sit here and talk to my neighbor. So I talked to him for about 10 minutes and she didn't leave. Like I could still hear her. Like she didn't take off anywhere. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, she just came running back to me and I'm just done. said, and yeah, I just sat down right next to me and that was it. And I finished talking and we walked back. I'm done. Let's go yeah, for a that, walk. I can't believe a 10 year old dog runs for, does that shit still. Right. That's such and, puppy and I, behavior. And I take her out every night. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's the excitement with me and Lily. Where do you walk her? Around the neighborhood. But like where? Down Calgrove? One uh, I usually don't, I usually don't do it Calgrove because uh, there's nothing. She or wants I mean to down, your, down Dayzetta, down your da- street? Down Dayzetta and then sometimes I'll go to the end of Calgrove because there's like a, there's a two fences there. It's like a whole area. There's a park there. You can sneak in like the fence doesn't, they close oh, off the top. road. Up top. You yeah. go up the, your, So they close the road. Down. So yeah, it's yeah. closed off. There's a gate on Calgrove yeah, yeah. and there's a gate on Valley Street. And uh-huh. So I, I go walk her through there and then take her through the right. park. Is that there. farmland? What is that? Is that a park? Uh, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's a tiny, tiny little park. So it is designated as a park. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's only for the houses, Hidden Valley. Like there's a key code you have to get in. If you go in on the Calgrove side, Uh there's a key card. But if you go in the Valley side, there's like just a little path you have to walk in and there's the park. Oh, okay. But it's supposed to be for the people. It's association, part of the people. Yeah, it's part of the association. So they have that little park there, and then they have the pool and the other stuff on the other side of the street. Oh, gotcha. Um, But 
so if Calgrove's fence is, or if the because you can drive through it if the gate is open. If the gate's open, yes. And then what? So you're driving into a, a gated community? No, it's just the uh, on the other side. So when they first put it in, they actually the the reason it connects is because they wanted Valley Street to connect, and it was a way to to stop like, some of the traffic going on the five. You can be able to cut through, right? Uh, but Valley Street is very narrow. It's two lane. There's a lot of ranch houses. Now they've kind of built up. A lot of people have sold their property, but there's a lot of horse property there. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have street lights. And they got pissed with all the, the traffic going through. So then um, they went ahead and put up these barriers mm-hmm. um, that only the people, the Hidden Valley people could use. It was like in remote control, you know, to get in and out. Uh-huh. And those kept breaking at other things. So then they just closed off the whole area. Ah. Uh. Well, okay. it's still there. Still is a key, an emergency key. So if something does happen, uh, EMS yeah. and people like that can get yeah, in fire it and, access yeah. has access through. So, so that's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did open it up when the earthquake happened uh, uh, to relieve some access. of the traffic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, absolutely yeah, goes well. Cool. Well Most of our listeners have no idea what we're talking about. Exactly. Anyway, what else? <laughs> Yay! What else? We talked about Bob uh, and Harvey. That was it. About, uh, uh, let's see. Because, you know, my friend Tabby, I asked her, like, hey, what? because what, avid listener, she actually sent me a little thing saying that, uh, oh, you're out of podcasts. I right. guess it let you know when you're out of podcasts. Right. Uh, so she's like, she wanted to know what you were up to, which was the editing. So I think right. we talked about that. Well, I have Tom. a YouTube channel that was updated up until about a month ago that I used to post videos to. <laughs> so if she wants to know what I'm up to, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm up to. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right on. Cool. So I guess uh, we'll have Baja Fresh for dinner because that's what Deanna wants. That's what we always have when you're down. All right. We do. It's it's the ritual. Right. It's Baja Fresh. Well, she here. Like, I'm getting hungry. She should Uh, be here soon. I am am hungry as well. And I just got the Waze report that uh, she'll be here at 421. So 21 uh, minutes. Yeah, we're 21 minutes away from Deanna's arrival. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that's it, right? So. Yeah, that's it. I, I guess. I mean, that's, I don't think I have any good heaven stories. Oh, Daniel, if you want to talk about Daniel. So Daniel, <laughs> I do want to talk about Daniel. Tell um, me what's going on with Danny. Yeah. Daniel moved Danny out. Boring. Yeah, Daniel moved, moved out to, uh, you know, he's, Texas, he's in Texas right now, but he's still trying episode. to get a job in Las Vegas doing lights and stuff like that. Oh yeah. He's, his plan is to be out there before new year's. Cause cool. I think he wants to get a job at one of the clubs out there in new year's and he wants to get a place somewhere near the strip. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm like, are you sure? Because places near the Strip, they're cheap for a reason. Because the Strip isn't such a nice place around, like, a stratosphere, like the places, like, right on the Strip. I didn't know the like, places near the Strip were cheap. They are? Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of, like, drugs and stuff like that. Like, it's not not the nicest place. If you go, like, two streets over, like, UNLV-type area where that's... Right. It's nice, and it's still affordable. Um yeah, that's his plan. He's gonna. He's hoping to be out oh. there probably after Thanksgiving. Gonna drive out there. His car is still sitting in my uh, on the street. Mm. The battery's dead, so I can't even move it at this point, mm. which sucks because I'm afraid it's gonna get towed away. But I don't think he even cares about the car. Well, depending on the age of the battery, you could just take it and have it charged, right? I took it in and uh, it was on there for an hour and a half, and they said it's only like uh, a ten point eight volts. Oh, so I don't know. And I don't have a battery charger. My battery charger is actually in Parker right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess I can put it in there and jump it and then move it around a little Speaking bit. Speaking of Parker, uh, I saw Paula and Gary last Saturday. Um, Paula and Gary, yeah, they're, they're they, back together. 
I don't think they ever broke up. I thought they did. They actually got married. Oh, uh, on, we're Facebook friends, and just this year they they actually got married, and I was surprised because I thought they were married. So, but they finally tied the knot this year. Wow. Um, but they uh, they uh, actually they're headed to San Diego right now. Today's Sunday. Yeah, they're headed to San Diego. Um, they bought a uh, fifth wheel trailer and they're towing it around in a uh, uh, truck. They got a massive truck. That's <laughs> diesel, what I need. Diesel beast. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's funny that uh, we saw him uh, last Saturday. We went and had dinner with him. But Gary was like, uh, you know, you, you just buy the thing and nobody teaches you anything. They just hand it to you <laughs> and they just say, have a nice day. He was <laughs> like, you don't need to get a license or anything. You just you just drive off the lot with it. Isn't that crazy? Mine is 43 feet long, His, which is the same. It's 40 feet. Which is the same as a semi-trailer. Right. It's the longest you can have in the state of California. If to drive a semi... You have to have a CDL, commercial driver's license. Right. To drive that? Nope. Not at all. Just, just got to get a truck. Just got to get a truck and you're good to go. Right. So he's got a truck and he's pulling a 40 foot with six slide outs? Six? I think it was six slide outs. That's a lot of slide outs. I thought so too. Like it's ma- It sounds like it's massive. Mine has three. Yeah. Maybe maybe not. Well, yours is also a toy hauler, isn't it? Mine, mine does have a toy it's hauler. It's not a toy hauler. This is a 40 foot of living space. They sold their house in Georgia and they're like, they live in the RV now. <laughs> they're cruising around. Well, I mean, if it's anything States. like mine, you absolutely can. Mine is beautiful. Yeah, mine is a, going, a nice apartment. They're going to San Diego and then they're making their way over back to Florida. They're uh, back to Georgia for a little bit. I mean, they're cruising the country. If I could afford to, I'd love to do that. Gary still has his law practice. Uh, he has a guy who uh, works with him for him, whatever. I don't know. He, I, another lawyer that does most of the lawyering, but I guess Gary's shingle is still there. So Gary, I thought he didn't do much lawyering anyway. I thought he, it was he more never like, has. He's, he's always hated being a lawyer and try to figure out how to get other people to do it. And he's still doing that. <laughs> I thought that's what he did. He, he was uh, like an ambulance chaser, then pawned yeah, off yeah. the, uh, package it and, yeah. and move it on. And yeah. he still, he still does <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, they're like, um, he, every, as he said, just like everything else that they do in life, um, they were driving down the road and they saw a trailer and they were just like, what if we did that? And they sold their house, bought a trailer, not ever pulling a trailer or living a trailer <laughs> life style at all. And just decided, well, we'll just cruise around the country in a trailer. That's awesome. I, if I said, if I could afford to do it, I absolutely would. Um, it, yeah, it, I, it is awesome. I mean, good for them. They're seeing the world or they're seeing the, uh, United States anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, and the truck the costs trailer. pretty much about the same as the trailer does, I'm sure. Um, what, well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can spend $150,000 on a Ford on a truck. Oh, well, yeah, but even like the Dually I want just with them, a diesel, you're looking about 80000 Yeah, for new. Say, I was going to say about, you know, forty to eighty somewhere in that. Forty is probably pretty stripped, but could tow one of those things, I, I would mm, think. I don't know if it could. You can't get a Dually for forty. No, I don't think so. Oh. I really don't. You, you, you know what? You're probably right because a freaking Prius is, uh, you know, forty thousand dollars now. Um, one of the things that I find interesting, and uh, you could chime in, you drive through traffic a lot, uh, and it just might be the four hundred five. But I see a ton of Bentleys, Maybachs, uh, of course, the occasional Ferrari and Lamborghini, 
but a lot of like I'm heading towards the Inland Empire. I'm not seeing a lot of that. <laughs> you are, but I and I but I see a lot of a ton of Bentleys, a ton of uh, uh, Rolls Royce, and I part of me is like, okay, I, I am driving down the four or five through the center of Beverly Hills into Santa Monica, but I also look at these cars and I go, well, if you got to pay forty thousand for a Prius, you might as well spend you know sixty thousand, seventy thousand for a Benz. Well, if I'm going to buy a Benz for sixty thousand, I might as well buy a Bentley for you know one hundred and ten, right? And what's the depreciation on it? Not as much as a Prius, right? And I feel <laughs> like that's where like the escalate is or escalation is because I look at a lot of these cars and I'm like, yeah, that's a two hundred thousand dollar car, but a two hundred thousand dollar car isn't a two hundred thousand isn't two hundred thousand isn't what it used to be. Like it's not, it, it absolutely, like not. I feel, and I haven't gone car shopping in a long time, but can you buy a $10,000 car anymore? Does that exist? I thought, I think the ads once in a while, you get a total stripped down Versa or something. I don't even know it's a Versa, but you know, I've seen like $60,000, you know, for Dodge chargers and for Camaros. And I'm like, why would mm-hmm. I, I would not spend 60 grand on a Camaro when I can spend 80 on a vet. Right? Why would I do that? And I think the car market is so weird right now. And of course there is a balance to it because if you take a Prius and you put it on a scale and weigh how much metals in it and you take a Bentley and you do the same thing, there's no justification for there to be a hundred thousand dollar difference between those two things. Oh, uh, Bentley's handmade. Okay. But the Ferrari, <laughs> whatever, like it's the same amount of metal just formed differently. It is <laughs> so just made with love. How does that shape? <laughs> Command that dollar. Uh, a Bentley and a Rolls Royce is handmade. I don't know if a Bentley is. I'm assuming it must be also. A Maybox or the high-end uh, Mercedes-Benz. Um, but also near my work, I, I work at the uh, uh, Santa Monica Airport, and Snapchat is moving in. They're renovating uh, a huge hangar slash yeah, They're terminal. having issues right now. They are having issues, <laughs> but... Um, so in our parking lot are like these, uh, that BMW that's got the gullwing doors. Mm-hmm. He has license plate to Snapchat. I see him every morning and I nod at him <laughs> and I'm like, this dude is probably uber fucking famous. Like this is the Mark Cuban of Snapchat dude. And cause we get there almost every day we get there at about the same time. Is he, I forgot the guy's name, but is it the actual founder of it? No, I have no idea, but his license plate is Snapchat and he's driving this awesome beamer i mean if that if i made that much and, money off snapchat and i did wasn't the owner of snapchat i'd probably have it and thank the, you snapchat uh friday when he got out of his car uh he was blasting some sort of like self-help guru was coming out of this radio <laughs> so i'm like this is totally got to be the dork who's buying snapchat um i know that they he tried to sell it and then what he wanted it they renovated uh a building on the boardwalk on venice boardwalk and people hate them for doing it which is why they're moving to Santa Monica. Really? Yeah, because they like gentrified the area. They raised rents and put a business right there on the boardwalk, and like people aren't happy about it. Um, uh, I know that their stock has been wonky. And well, when he first started off, he was trying to sell it. Nobody wanted it, and he's like, "Okay, I'll take it on on my own." Um, and he's done well. But the I don't know what the future of the company is, and that's the problem is they don't know what the future of the company is, and I think right. they're putting some money into some things they shouldn't be putting money into. From what I I don't know the whole business aspect, just the stuff I read, but they're putting money into things they shouldn't because they're trying to expand certain things and it's mm-hmm. not working out the way they want it to. Uh, but it's like anything; it's going to be passed on. You know, Facebook was a big thing. Not that everyone's still making money, but 
Facebook isn't the thing anymore. Twitter isn't the thing anymore. Snapchat, something's going to come over after Snapchat. There's always the next thing. Um, sure. And that's where like, you know, YouTube, YouTube Red and YouTube TV. I mean, they're trying to, um, to go to what the next thing is. I can't find is Snapchat two words. Uh, one trying word. To, trying to see if I, no results found in that. Um, in Yahoo stocks on the phone aren't working. Oh. Do you have an iPhone X yet? Did you, did you get one? No, I got the six. Do you have a six, uh, S or a regular six? Oh, I have a six S, I think. Say, look at you. With the plus, because uh, it's the bigger one, because I'm old. Right. I have just a, an old six. Uh, yeah, Snapchat stock is currently sta- trading at $12. Holy crap, really? Um, I need to buy some Snapchat stock. Actually, let's see. It looked like, well, let's look at the past five years. It, it looks like it IPO'd at uh, $27, has had a decline since then. It got all the way down to 1183 currently at $12.86. Um, so, I don't know. I guess it could be viable. I bought GoPro. And how's that doing for you? You know, keep tanking. <laughs> GoPro, you know, a lovely GoPro. Its IPO, uh, well, its IPO was $35, and within... Uh, let's see. That was on June twenty seventh, two thousand fourteen. By October third, it had hit eighty six dollars, and I bought it right around September two thousand fifteen at about thirty bucks. And as of right now, it's eight dollars and fifty one cents. Oh, yeah, it's on sale. You should <laughs> buy more. Right? Right it's now. a bargain. It's on right. sale. Everyone, right. go buy GoPro. Can you imagine if you bought it at eighty six and it's now eight dollars? Uh, Even yep. the IPO at thirty five, it's down to eight. Because what is the company going to do? What is their future? Right, it's they don't have what much of one, but you're not going to sell. Uh, no, I'll hold on to it forever, and if it dies, it dies. Five years It's supposed to be five years. How you, how long are you supposed to hold on to a stock before it makes money? For you? Um, my my stock plan is my stock strategy is this: buy it and never sell it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Come on, big yeah. money. Maybe somebody will acquire GoPro. You get stock in that company, right? right? So I always figured I do, I don't think that GoPro can die. I think the brand will always be acquired, and they've built such a strong brand that I feel like that. That's the go-to name. It's, yeah, not everyone still, has the GoPro actual any, product. Any yeah. action camera like Kleenex is called a GoPro. Um, people are like, oh, you're going to put a GoPro on it? Are you, oh, were mm-hmm. you out there shooting this with your GoPro? And people are like, well, it was Sony Action Cam, but yeah, same thing. But people say GoPro. Um, so I feel like the company will always stick around, and that's that's why I bought it. Uh, Snapchat, I think, could disappear tomorrow and be a blip. And, See, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, you remember Foursquare? <laughs> well, didn't that get acquired by uh Yeah, but it doesn't ex- but the name doesn't exist. It, well, it doesn't, but if it gets acquired, uh, wouldn't your, your stocks that you have, go with it oh well it could so yeah, then you could. have a stock in facebook that is true that is that is true so but, snapchat you buy it at eight but foursquare was acquired for its technology but foursquare was boring okay but uh <laughs> i think i believe it was acquired for its technology and user base snapchat i don't think has that kind of value see that doesn't have much of a value well is there another app out there like snapchat i don't uh, probably not. See, not that I'm aware but of. But is there a use for it? Every, I, I think so. 
I mean, there's a bunch of people on. Is it. There I can even get. I you know they even have news and stuff like that on there, which is pretty cool. The the new stuff they have on there, like if you post something, I can find out where you're at and go hang out with you. Um, you can put maps. You can see where your mm. your buddies are at and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you, so you should buy little, Snapchat. It sounds like you I, like right. It, I I should eight bucks a share, nine bucks a share, man. You buy a hundred dollars with that, you got you know twelve shares. All right, I'm in ten shares. Well, by the time you're done with the fee, I mean you can get ten shares of that stock. That's not bad. That isn't. Go 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 buy hundred bucks. Do you own stock? Do you buy stock? I, uh, I have. Do uh, you e trade? I have uh, stocks as far as mutual funds and four hundred one bs. But you don't e trade. You don't have. I don't have any. Um, Shannon does. Shannon has uh, Tesla and Microsoft and Apple. Maybe those are good stocks. Yeah, those are solid stocks. I mean, yeah, they are. I would. Anything... I, have, I have. I have some in Elio. Did you buy stock in Elio? Yeah, I bought some stock in Elio. Do you still have a, uh, a standing order with them? I do. Hopefully next year. That's what they say now. Elio is a uh, <laughs> three-wheeled... Is it three-wheeled? Three-wheeled, yeah. Yeah, three-wheeled, three-wheeled motorcycle car thingy. Well, it's considered a Elio motorcycle Motors. because it doesn't have four wheels. E-L-I-O. E-L-I-O. Yeah, eliomotors.com. Um, um, 84 miles to a gallon, AC heater... Uh, they well, they have a few. They have a few of the prototypes out there. Uh, they're planning on building and uh, acquiring. Wait, the, stock? How did you buy stock? They're uh, publicly traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on the Nasdaq. What's the other one? Q. Uh, what's it called? Hmm. There's another one. Yeah, uh, that I bought stock on them. I'm I'm hoping for the company. I'm pushing for it. Like for <laughs> I want my car, um, but it was also cheap. And I'm like, hey, if they take off, cool. If they don't, all right. But if they can, you know, if they can acquire, they have eighty-seven thousand reservations or something like that right now. How much did you buy the car for? How much did you make your reservation? Uh, Sixty-eight hundred. And how much is it now? Uh, Seventy-two or something like that. Oh, so you, you so the car hasn't gone up. It hasn't gone up much. Um, and then you also get what I got twenty-five percent off or something like that. So I'm not paying sixty-eight for it. I'll be paying whatever the percentage off yeah, is if for it, it. If it comes about. Yeah, if it comes about. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, I, my stock tip would be, uh, buy anything that Elon Musk is doing. Right. Yeah. That's, I would say that's, that that's a pretty good one. He's right. He's so a pretty Tesla, good guy. She, her and Tesla. She's a, Oh, she loves Tesla. She absolutely loves Tesla. Um, would love to have a Tesla. Uh, why doesn't she just buy one? Well, financially, they've gone down in price. They have gone down. There's a waiting list I for mean, is it the S? Tesla November 2012 was $31 and currently 302. Yep, see, that's not a bad investment. No. The better investment would be Netflix. Yeah, what's going to happen with Netflix though? What do you mean? Netflix. I don't know. Oh, well, okay. Netflix will always be around. Um, but Netflix, uh, the spending that they're currently doing on programming, that's going to catch up to them. Yeah. Netflix, because Netflix is what AOL was. Um, they're overvalued. They're not, mm-hmm. uh, but Netflix will always be around, but yeah, Netflix, let's see, November of 2012 was at $11 and currently is at 200, but it, it I believe it's split throughout that time. And you haven't bought any Netflix? No. Um, I wouldn't put my money in Netflix. Uh, I don't because Elon Musk isn't. If Elon Musk was a no, I don't even have my money in anything. Elon, Um, uh, you know, I uh, right now, if I think if I were to buy, I don't know what I would buy. Hmm. I mean, I Snapchat. Bank of America has done well for me. Uh, I don't know that I would buy. I don't know that I'd buy Snapchat. That I'd buy many new technologies. 
Actually, if I had money to invest in the stock market right now, I'd probably buy more GoPro because it is on sale. <laughs> it's, um, it's a fire sale right now. Uh, it is. Plus, you look. If you buy, if you buy, uh, if you put a thousand dollars in a stock when it's a hundred dollars, and then it drops down to a dollar, and you buy a thousand shares at that point, well, now you only have like an average of five hundred dollars a share. So the more you buy as it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good thinking there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, financial tips by Vince. I don't know. I I mean, I like my Apple stock, but I don't think that Apple is a company that's very innovative anymore. I think Elon Musk is. I probably, if I had money, I would probably look into one of Elon's companies. Yeah, my Apple's always going to be around. It's always going to be steady. But yeah, I don't think it's yeah, going to be. It's, it's I, not going to be a huge money maker. I don't think. I think it's going to. Their innovation is you know just gone. Um. I mean, I'm completely disappointed in the iPhone 8 and the iPhone X. Uh, Deanna got the uh, iWatch 3, but just because her iWatch died and the 3 was out and it, you know, is had a, f- a few more features. And it, we, she got the one that can do cellular and all of that, but we didn't hook up cellular. That's like uh, an extra $10 a month or something like that. Yeah, that's why we didn't hook it up. Yeah. So. But I bought the most expensive watch because, you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm, I might as well. She loves her watch. If at some point she wants it, then the the option is there. So, but I don't think it, I don't, didn't find it innovative. I don't think the iPhone X is innovative or exciting. I thought it was and, very disappointing and, and a lot more expensive. Wozniak, uh, or Wozniak, whatever, how, uh, he feels that, uh, phone technology is, is at the end that phones are, are now just going to be something that we have, but there is no, there is no advancement in the technology of the phone. And he's probably right. Um, what else could it do? Right. You got video on it so you can see each right. other. Yeah. So, I mean, the video gets better. Um, the, the phones get faster, but I don't know. I'm thinking about maybe going from a, a six to a seven uh, because I know I can get a seven cheaper than an eight or an X and it has a better camera, but I don't feel that the difference in camera between the seven and the X is worth the price, but I don't know. I'm still trucking along with my six making right, my, that's my, 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 six, my six is doing well. I got no problems with it. Yours is a better camera than mine. Oh, all right. Well, Deanna is home. Yes. So we'll go Food. eat. So that'll end this. Uh, so, uh, I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. And for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com. That means you, Tabby. That's right. And and Steve. Steve Bob also listens. There we go. Shout out to G <laughs> listeners. <laughs>